Marsha, Marsha, dreaming color, looking very scary. She's here, she's queer, get used to her. She's Tyler Moore, she's Mary. 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 Dust coat, face soap, grab the queen by her throat. In the club, feeling fine, look like Love Star 69. She's Tyler Moore, she's Mary. Like money, double digits, you're like rubbles without the reach. What do you say if your money's gone? Shock us on, shock us on. She's Tyler Moore, she's married. She's Tyler Moore, she's married. She's Tyler Moore, she's married. Okay, so that was Franklin Fuentes, the Mary Tyler Moore Club Mix. Mm. You know, we didn't we didn't want to post too much of it. We'll post the rest of it on Twitter, but uh I thought that it would be appropriate for this week's episode because it's a ball episode, yes. and this song is very much in the tradition of pose, pose, walk, 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 surf, walk, 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 pose. And it's also appropriate because, you know, we, we did lose Mary Teller Moore. Um, uh, and yeah. it, it, really, it really is such a tragedy because she was such a lovely woman. And while I'll always be a Rhoda. Um, right. Right, uh, you know, I I I wouldn't be a Rhoda without Mary. No, um, she's the original also, Mary. <laughs> exactly, she's the original Mary. She's okay, the original Mary. Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. <laughs> all right. So Mary. anyway, it's it's also an homage to our wonderful listeners, all mm. of our lovely sister Marys. Yes. Um, because you know, uh, if you're ever feeling like you need a little pick me up in the car or on your way to work, just put on Franklin Fuentes, Marilyn Tara Moore, and you know what? You are going to be sashaying. You are going to be posing. There's going to be some head jolts. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so I guarantee it. You know what? The best part about this Franklin Fuente mix is that it's seven minutes and 35 seconds long. Yeah. So you, if you have a seven-minute walk to the train, girl – Put on this Mary Tyler Moore mix, and you're right. going to be a Mary, okay? All right, Mary. And if you got a 15-minute walk to the train, then you just put it on repeat because you're going <laughs> to want it. All right, Mary? All right, Mary. All right, Mary. It's just it was terribly appropriate for so many reasons. A, of course, homage to the ball episode. B, of course, rest in peace, Mary Tyler Moore, the original Mary. Uh, and, and C, you know the the obvious that we're just a pack of marys here at all right mary so all right mary all right yeah. mary yeah so uh you know and that of course you know not to i you know usually we chit chat for a little bit but we'll get right into letting you know what you're listening to if you haven't figured it out from the song and everything we've said at this point and the number of times we've said all right mary that is because the name of our podcast is of course all right mary all right mary all right mary which is our podcast dedicated to all things drag race the world of drag race and the paradigm that rupaul has created with this little tv show and before we dive in you know i was thinking about this uh earlier and i thought and and it struck me maybe before we recorded our our recent episode the meet the queens episode um that we never introduce ourselves you know, and as we've started to get some Twitter followers and we're and we're, uh, you know, tickle tickling with uh, our sister podcast, Girlfriend's <laughs> Podcast Hour, you know, that we don't ever we don't ever even say what our names are. I think it's just kind of like in passing. So in case you've missed it, I'm Colin. You're Colin. I'm Colin. 
This is where you introduce yourself. Wait, but I thought I was Colin. No, you're Mary, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're, Uh, you're Tyler Moore, you're Mary, Mary. (laughs) That's right. She's Tyler Moore, she's Mary. Um, No, of course, sorry, I'm I'm being an asshole. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm Johnny, and and Colin is the one uh, with Marco the cat. Uh, My cat's name is Ella, and he's orange, and he's got a really skinny tail. Yeah, and uh, Marco's just a little pain in the ass. He's crawling on me right now. And uh, yeah, and I live in Sacramento, and you, of course, as people may know from the infamous cockroach story from a few weeks ago, uh, you live in Brooklyn. So yes. we are uh, we are transcontinental. No, we are uh, bi coastal. Bi coastal. Okay, bi coastal. Only once in college. Um, no, we are <laughs> we are a bi coastal podcast. And uh, yeah, and I just felt like oh, we should give some context to who these people are. Uh, you know. And let them know not only what they're listening to, but who they're listening to. Uh, and I think it bears repeating. This is super important for me um, that one of the reasons we started this podcast is because Colin and I were obviously fans of Drag Race. But Colin, um, he would never say this. Well, he probably would, but not. You know, he would say it to himself. Um, but, <laughs> but Colin <laughs> has an incredible knack uh, for remembering. Well, three things about everything, but. Um, so much about drag race that uh when he lived in new york we would actually be on the train and you know we both lived in astoria so it'd just be like such a long fucking ride to astoria Mm -hmm. um so especially at night so we would play drag race trivia on the train because colin knew so much and i could never stump him he just he just (laughs) able to figure so much out and just remember so much and i would look it up and be like are you right and then i would look it up and he'd be right so Mm -hmm. uh, so it it came to this point where he moved to sacramento and you know we were talking about drag race and season eight and i'm like god colin you know people should know you know because he wasn't on reddit at the time and he loved he was just like geek out about the, the queens on Reddit about Drag Race. I'm like, Colin, you know, you got to like spread your knowledge about this show because you know so much about it because of Reddit, because you watch the show, because you're a study. Um, and I know a lot about drag just because I studied it in college. Uh, I did a, a research project on it and I've just been a fan for so long. Um, and I was like, well, why don't we start a podcast and and kind of feature your knowledge, Colin? So if you're if you're just joining us, that's kind of the, the back version. Um, but so you might hear later on or if you listen to some back episodes, uh, there's some drag race trivia that I've done with Colin. And, you know, he's he's 90 percent um, at this point. He's he's got a, a solid A minus. Yeah. When um, I miss a, when I, I miss one, I, I, I stumped am... him. I stumped him once. And it was it was very unfair. Uh, uh <laughs> I just... It was the question about Paul Abdul uh, lip sync songs that he he just stumbled. He just stumbled. It was like you know a football reference, right? He just he just fumbled. He uh, stumbled, which is appropriate right, as right we're before, we're recording yeah. this as uh, the Super Bowl I think is happening. So you mean the Lady Gaga concert? Yeah, the Lady Gaga concert with the game that happens before and after it. So <laughs> uh, yes, I I did fumble that that trivia round was kind of my personal Vietnam, but. I'm, oh, I'm moving God. on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, don't get bitter, just get better. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mary. So, so all that being said, so that's I, I just felt like, especially now as we have 26 
Twitter <gasps> followers. Oh my god, it's like it's like twenty six. Like what's twenty six? Uh, oh, a marathon. Okay, so we it's have a marathon. 20, what is it? Twenty four point three or is it twenty six point two? I don't know. I don't know. You're I the... put my name into the lottery, so I should know at this point. But uh, yeah, you know, I guess yeah, I'll, I, I guess I'll find out on race day. So yeah, I don't do marathons except except when I binged on season eight a few weeks ago. I don't know if I talked about that at all, but I indeed oh, did, did binge. You, you watched season, season eight? eight? Oh, I, I did. Right. Uh, and just a little, uh, uh, you know, a little factoid. I did notice on Logo TV uh, on their website that after season nine ends, they're going to be doing a revealed of season eight. So. Just to give people a, a hint, that's what we'll be covering after season nine uh, is season eight. I don't know if you realize that, but I realize that, that and I'm oh, very excited about it. It's a newsflash to me, so okay. Yeah, great. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it. So, But that is, of course, months away, a season away. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much. Uh, we are still in season six, and, uh, and before we even get into today's episode, which is, of course, the Glitter Ball – uh, we had we were we were challenged on Twitter by again our our sister podcast one of our twenty one of our twenty six followers one of our twenty six followers one of our After, one of our first yes, yes 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 by the way we also got a like from Sasha Valor just we so did. we're clear. We did get a like from Sasha Valor, and I uh, and Alexis Michelle, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I, I am, uh, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling starstruck. Um, but yes, our, uh, our sister podcast, Girlfriends Cocktail Hour, did challenge us to something they did a number of weeks ago: the RuPaul's Drag Race Sorter, which, okay. uh, it by answering like five hundred, you know. Laganja or Gia Gun, you know, Vivacious or April Carrion, by by answering like 500 of these, it can sort out of the 100 queens to date before season nine, your your order of preference. So um, we thought we'd just kind of go through, maybe talk about the bottom 10 and the top 10 and how accurate okay. we thought this was. Sure. Um, so like, because I don't think anyone needs to know what like, you know, Number fifty, number fifty-two was the princess. It's like, all right, I guess so. Uh, sure. Number fifty-two. I didn't have a number fifty-two because I had four fifties. So and oh. and one of them is absolutely inaccurate. So oh, uh, yeah. well, that's super weird. All right, well, then let's just talk about our. Let's go. We'll go back and forth. Like we'll start from a hundred and we'll go to ninety, and we'll just kind of, you know, say what it listed our least favorite queens was. Okay, so my least favorite queens. Uh, we're Sasha Bell. We'll Tempest... go... Oh, wait, 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 we'll go one by one. We'll... Oh, okay. like, Sasha go... yeah. Bell. Okay, my least favorite was uh, Venus Delight. Oh, and then uh, number nine. Okay, so we'll just kind of keep going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tempest, Tempest du Jour. Mine was Monica Beverly Hills, Fifi O'Hara. Mine was Serena Cha Cha, Penetration, uh, Vi- uh, Vivian Panay. <gasps> Oh, Name me on first. I have no qualms about that. Um, mine, I guess we're up to like 96. My 96th queen was Rebecca Glasscock. Venus Delight. Uh, 95 for me was Elisa Summers. Sonique. Oh my God, me too. Same one, oh, same wow, placement. Oh. Wow, 93, Sonique. Oh, okay, all right, all right. All right Morgan Mary. McMichaels. Uh, mine was Mystique Summers Madison. Oh. Uh, Honey Mahogany. Oof, mine was India Farah. Oof. Linacia uh, Sparks. Uh, I guess we're up to 91. Mine was Nicole Page Brooks. Nicole Page Brooks. Uh, and then I had Phoenix is 90. Well, uh, I, she's actually 78. There were so many ties. Oh, so. wow. Uh, I had Akasha. 
So, okay. and so of those, I mean, I have to say, you know, I, I don't think that low of Monica Beverly Hills, but I think nothing of Venus Delight. So, <laughs> or Serena Cha Cha. So, so sure. So for me, I mean, the only one that's kind of off there is Honey Mahogany because I did kind of love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that low of Mimi I'm first, but uh, mm-hmm. the rest are all pretty low. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. all pretty, it's kind of on there. Yeah. Um, I didn't disagree with oh. a lot of these. I do want to just note uh, that. Uh, number 85 I had Derek Barry and I was like good because, <gasps> oh I don't even know where Derek Barry ended up because uh, something that we should talk about um, this the sorter is great I, I want to like do it again and again and again it just takes forever um, but there are some queens on here that I never that never came up in my battles like Derek Barry never came up uh, huh. and That's my weird. and the person who tied for number one never came up um, That's really so, strange. Yeah, and Derek Barry isn't even on my list. So, um... well, I think it's affected by like how many times you say no opinion or I like them both. So I think that'll like maybe like take some people out of the mix or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know the yeah, science. <clears throat> so let's well then let's jump to our top ten because I will say my top ten was very accurate. I was very mine impressed. was close. Mine was close. Uh, there's only that one person who came who tied for number one so i'll tell you who that is uh it was jocelyn fox who tied for number one and it's not that i have anything it's like it's like did colin wow. do this did yeah colin, what did you do colin wow. um, so keep it foxy she she was sly and you know wiggled her way jocelyn. to the top um the so she actually belongs more in you know the top 20 top 30 for me well not um, nothing, like for instance made... for instance milk and Jasmine Masters were below her, and I, I like Milk and Jasmine Masters more oh. than uh, than Jocelyn Fox. So anyway, my number one, which was very accurate, is Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, all right. Well, I was just going to say that my I, uh, in terms of accuracy, Jocelyn Fox hit number forty for me. So. Um, oh shit! <laughs> I know. So don't tell her. Well, I was thinking we go. Te- we we would go from ten to one. But I guess now we know what your your top one is, which is fair. I think we've known this. The Trinity K. Bonet is your favorite. Um, Trinity K. Bonet is my favorite. Also, I want to note that season eight queens aren't on here. That's bizarre because I have a whole bunch of season eight queens on here. I don't have any season eight queens on here. So, girl, I think you need to retake this sorter. <clears throat> I okay. Think... You know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna retake it. I'll retake it, and then we'll post my results to twitter all right well then well i'll go through mine because mine were very accurate all right so, well i'll also say my top 10 but you go sure and we'll kind of bounce back and forth so uh number 10 was alaska which is fair yeah i think she's you know i think she's a top 10 queen sure uh my number nine was jinx monsoon again great queen uh mm-hmm. oh i have a tie for number seven uh between bob the drag queen and kim chi which oh. is actually pretty accurate because like I've always said Bobber in the win, but Kim Chi uh, is is uh, she's a winner, baby. You know, so I can see that. <laughs> uh, sure. My top six, I was very happy. Delta work. I love Delta oh, work. Oh, oh, top six is that is tough. Okay. I know. Right. I know. Delta. Wow. I I really. And, I mean, wow. Okay. Well, Delta work. number five was Alyssa Edwards. Oh, thank God. I know, I know. Uh, number four was Thorgy Thor. So. Oh, wow. Oh, I was wondering where she'd end up. Yeah. Okay. I have a. I don't have a, th- a third place. I have a tie for number two, which makes perfect sense. 
It's between BB Zaharbonnet and Nina Flowers. I okay, not, sure. I couldn't sure, possibly yeah, choose yeah. between those two. You know, BB is fabulous, but Nina is fabulous. It's I just, know, I yeah. Know. Oh, no. And my number one, dang God, dang God, was Katya. Oh, wow. See, again, I didn't, Katya's not even on my list. Anyway, anyway. That's something, something went wrong. Something there. went That's wrong, right, right mm-hmm. Mary? Okay, so here's my top 10. I had Dita Ritz. Okay, uh-huh. Juju B. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Why didn't? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where she fell. Nina Flower. Nina Flowers. Mm-hmm. Angina. Mm-hmm. Jinx Monsoon. Alaska. Coco Montrese. Oh, okay. I think she was pretty low for me. <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. Okay, good. And then Jocelyn and Trinity tied for first. That's so weird. So if you were to say, if we were to like, just think about like your top, can you, can you think of your top five? Obviously I, I've just got to roll. Uh, there's so many. I can't really think of my top five. I know that Trinity's on it. Alyssa's mm-hmm. on it. Uh, Angina's on it. Um, uh, Dita Ritz is on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dita Ritz. You know, I, I'm, I'm surprised she's so high on your list for you. I mean, I, Yara this will Sophia's be... on it. Um, yeah, I, I, the, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know why you're so surprised. Dita Ritz has my, my second favorite and sometimes my first favorite lip sync. I just oh, love sure. her. I think she's fucking fabulous. So it's it's uh yes, she is um she's it's you know what I think I think of Dita Ritz as like Monique from Precious. She she won that Oscar. I don't know if she's ever going to win another one, but she knocked mm-hmm. it out of the park in Precious, and that's enough. But, yeah. And she asked, like, who's going to love her? And it's like, we all love you. We, we all, all love you. All of us. But but <laughs> am I a fan of the rest of Monique's work? I'm like, okay, yeah, she's, she's good, but like, Precious, that was it. And I think of Dita Ritz the same way. I'm like, do I love the rest of her drag? It's okay, you know. I, I never love her looks, whatever. But that this will be was so good that I forget about it. I love I love Dita Ritz in in any anything. Yeah, I'm, I, right. I, I I I appreciate her and her you know boyish looks. Uh, yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, if this reminds me, Colin, I want to bring up an email that we got from Sister Mary Maya. Oh, um, Sister Mary Maya. She was asking us. Um, who we think RuPaul would be in yes. a, a drag race season. Like, what type of queen would she be? Would she be, like, the sewer? Would she be really competitive? Like, what would she be? And for me, from what I know about RuPaul, mm-hmm. is she would be super competitive. She would mm-hmm. be, like, ice-focused. And yeah. she'd, she'd certainly nail all of the, like, performance challenges. Well, in that case, I think that she's like Alaska and All-Stars too. then, you know, sure, sure. like I could see that where she's just like, I'm in it. I'm doing the game. Um, um, you know, I'm doing it well. I'm not getting caught up in drama. I'm not fighting yeah. with people. Yeah. yeah. Very I think much. That- I mean, and I know Bianca got caught up in drama, but she, I, she also reminds me of a Bianca in the sense that I think that she'd, she'd impart wisdom to the other Queens. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She would certainly, I mean, I guess that's interesting to think about it. Like, 
when I when we think about who RuPaul reminds us of, it's like, well, it's winners from seasons. You know what I mean? Because there's an element of Bibi Sahara Bonet that I think of, oh, there's a RuPaul quality there, you know? Not necessarily Tyra Sanchez. Um, I don't really, I don't really, Burn. yeah, I, I don't quite think that she's, uh, she doesn't quite remind me of RuPaul. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, Raja, you know, I, I guess now I'm thinking about like how much does RuPaul remind me of the winners. And I guess that's kind of pigeonholing a little bit, but I would mm-hmm. say, yes, yeah, some mix of like Alaska meets Bianca Del Rio meets Bibi Zahara Bonet. That's so here's the, here's my question then. And to kind of branch off of sister Maramaya, mm-hmm. who would, who would RuPaul play in snatch game? Oh God, that's a great question. <laughs> oh well, I think that I tweet mean, at us. Tweet at us who you think that she would be. Uh, yeah, on Snatch Game. If you have any would she ideas. do Diana Ross? You know what I mean, like because she loves Diana Ross. But Diana Ross isn't funny. Wow. Yeah, Make, it ask, funny. Ask Make it funny. Ask Milan. Funny. Oh shit! <laughs> hey, Rue, I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you, Rue. I love you. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> What version of Diana Ross is this? <laughs> I think RuPaul in Snatch Game, I could see her playing, uh, yeah, somebody, someone that she, like, loves, right? It would have to be, like, uh, oh, man, I don't even know. She, It, 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 it could be a Diana Ross. It yeah. could be, um, no, it would have to be somebody funny. She would She would be smart. She'd pick somebody funny. She could yeah. do, like, an Eartha Kit, right? She yeah. could do a Mommy Dearest, um you know, I feel like she might do a Joan Crawford there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Is who would she play in Snatch Game? Uh, Could you hear Marco? He's just yeah. He's, yeah, there's he a cat cats. outside. There's a cat outside. He's going crazy. He just Sacramento cats. Sacra- Sacramento cats. Yeah, he's a far Rockaway Marco is, cat. Uh, Marco's, Marco's one of Sandy's kids. He's one of Sandy's kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's uh he's he was sponsored by Sandy's Kids. You know we I, we like to joke that because Marco was rescued in Far Rockaway Queens, and of course not that we're making light of Hurricane Sandy, but we like to say that like Marco was a, a refugee from Hurricane Sandy, and that there's a, a Sandy's Kids with a Z, you know. Yeah, there's there's a foundation called Sandy's Kids, and that's <laughs> and that's spark that sponsored Marco's rescue and why he's now in my life. So Sandy's Kids. <laughs> Uh, so anyway um i guess we should we should move on i mean i forgot yeah, about that question from sister yeah. mary maya so thank you i forgot about that um Welcome. what else are we going to talk about before we jump into this episode well i mean i, I do want to give a shout out to sister mary maya for sending us pictures of her adorable cats because oh, there's yeah. the, well, if there's any email that you're going to send us it might as well be pictures of cats. So uh, we really appreciate uh, the, the the pictures that we have gotten so far uh, because yeah. she wasn't the only one that has sent pictures of her cat. So we appreciate it. Cat people are cat people. We get it. If you want to send yeah. a picture of your dog, like we're totally all for that too. So. Aim mad at it. Yeah. It was, maybe we'll – you know what we should do is we should post pictures of Marco and Ella on Twitter. You know, I think I think it's, it's time for them to shine, you know. <laughs> so – you know, if Grandma Goopies for season ten is going to happen, she's going to need to get on social media. <laughs> oh, I think Ella is just hoping that he's a guest judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything, yeah, maybe Ella will come in for a makeover challenge. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that he needs oh. one. It's just you thanks. Know. He heard no. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh boy. Well, that being said, I think that we've I think we've covered everything. 
uh, everything pre-show, so we should probably jump right into the Glitter Ball. So, of course, we start the episode, uh, of course, after Jocelyn Fox's unfortunate and timely elimination. Womp womp. Womp womp. They all give a, there's a, you know, a, a womp womp for Jocelyn. They pour one out for Jocelyn. And then that's, you know, time to move on. Top, what is this, top five? Top five. Uh, so, the you know, they're, they're kind of setting up the storylines, and they're kind of setting up the drama, putting out the red herrings. And, uh, of course, you know, Ben mentions that he feels that, you know, Bianca is, you know, she's feeling pretty comfy at this point. She's feeling her oats. She's feeling good. She's won, I think, I guess three challenges at this point, maybe. Yeah, yeah, she's won three challenges at this point. And, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's feeling good about it. So I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know why Dela would like start something with Bianca. Like I, it, we know what happens, right? Bianca usually wins uh, any yeah. sort of beef. So it it surprised me when she just kind of started coming at her, even though she might have had good intentions. It's like, oh, I don't. I think you know that you're trying to get something into the, the atmosphere by saying yeah. that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, yeah, I I mean, I think I can also understand at this point where it's just like, there's that sense of, you know, Bianca has been doing really well, and I think it's similar to season eight where, where Bob was just doing really well, and it gets to that point where it's like, oh my god, like, you know, the last two challenges, Ben was like, just, you know, barely made it, didn't, didn't quite win, but got really close, and like, before that was really circling the drain, and Bianca just seems to kind of you know, as she says later, and we'll talk about this, kind of just sails through the competition. And so I could understand some frustrations coming up at this point. But but why Bianca and, like, not Courtney? Because Courtney hasn't – she hasn't lip-sunk either. And mm-hmm. she, in my mind, has been resting even more pretty if I'm going to go there and be – Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that I, – I think that Courtney has been resting on her laurels and Bianca has been – resting on her talent bianca's been earning it right but i think um i don't know i guess if i'm trying to get into somebody's head it's like i would feel kind of threatened by somebody who not only was just kind of coasting by on pretty and could get caught by the judges but who's like legitimately kicking ass like you kind of want to find the cracks in that because it's a threat because it's a block from you getting to the top three so okay i can i understand it but i fight to start i wouldn't start it yeah if i were her but uh the other, the other thing that they're kind of setting up in this, uh, you know, you know, after elimination uh, workroom scene is uh, Adore saying about Darian that, like, she always think that, thinks that she's doing better than she actually is. You know, like, she there's a sense of delusion about, like, you know, yeah, she's been in the bottom and hovering around the bottom for most of the season. And I thought right. that Adore was, was spot on. She, like, she always thinks that she's doing better than she really is. Yeah. Yeah, she she has this air of arrogance, you know, and it makes sense, though, right? Because you kind of if nobody's rooting for you, you have to be you have to root for yourself. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, like it makes sense to me that Darian is having that uh, approach to the competition. But yeah, Dora's calling it out. She's yeah. like, well, this is, this is a little odd. Yeah, because because, you know, because the other idea is like, well, Dora, what do you want to see her to be like? Oh, I'm doing so terribly. Mm, I'm, you know, oh, I'm so bad. I'm. Mm. Well, that's it's what like Dora's well, doing. Yeah. Right, and 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 that gets old, and mm-hmm. it also it also is it highlights your weakness. Yeah. Well, I think it's you know I think it's season seven. I think Violet talks about this. She's like, when you're in the workroom, there's nobody cheering for you, and so right. you have no to have. One. 
sort of a delusional level of confidence because you've got nobody to bolster you when you're not feeling like you're doing well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. The difference being that that Violet's confidence was very much earned. And Darian, I mean, we certainly see it this episode. Like, it, she... I think that she's not, she's not, either she's not applying the notes that she's getting or she's not getting the right notes or whatever, but like she's just, or she just doesn't have the chops to apply those notes. You know what I mean? Like she was, she was great in the comedy challenge, for example. She does well in performance, but when it comes to looks-based stuff, uh, it's really, I mean, I don't know if Darian, that might just not be in her wheelhouse. And of course it's interesting this episode because- it's not it's not in a doors wheelhouse either but she fucking kills it this challenge so yeah and darian clearly doesn't she she had to start over her look oh, god and then the, the second look that she made there was a, a clear uh, construction problem in the sense that like you should know that the fabric is gonna sag right that if it's a light fabric and you and i i even know this and you know i don't know much about sewing uh you put something heavy on something light it's gonna sag you know what i mean right it's like when you when you put big boobs into a woman uh you know and after a little while it's gonna sag you know? right it's a it's just a it's a law of nature yeah <laughs> so uh that being said we have opening credits we go next day into the well, i guess opening credits whatever it is uh and then next day into the workroom and uh the first note i had and i i i i thought it was a little bullshitty and it seemed like so did some of the other girls but courtney was claiming that she had you know she had picked this top five from the beginning she saw this from the from early oh. on uh, yeah, i don't, I don't know. know about that i don't Aaron. know about that yeah, right. She's like pretty rough on Darian. Right. It was like, oh, you really saw Darian? Really? Yeah, um, yeah. You didn't right. see. You didn't. I mean, I guess I could see maybe not expecting Trinity because she she had to kind of grow a little bit. But I don't know who I would have thought about. Like, if there's somebody, because I I could see the other ones. I could understand like there Bianca. I mean, I called that from the you know you call it from the first episode. You're like, oh yeah, Bianca's gonna go far. Like you can tell. And Adore yeah. has that quality, has that charm that you know, does get you through a competition and was getting her through this competition. And I, I'm and obviously Courtney saw herself as top, you know, in the top five as well. And Ben, I would say the same. Ben is, Ben is someone who felt like a front runner from very early on. Um, mm. But I don't know mm. if there's anybody else who I feel like. Adore see- was a surprise and Darian was a surprise for me. That's mm. all. Yeah. 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 I can't think of, I mean, I, and I guess Courtney said, she's like, well, it's sort of the best of a bad bunch. And I'm trying to think of who else there was that may have, well, Trinity for me, I, I, she, her lip syncs were so strong, and she was getting so much better. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, that the episode that she went home, do I think she should have gone home again? It was just because she forgot the name. It's like all they needed to do was say her name. You know, I, oh, again, like that to me was a uh, that was some a good exit. That yeah. was some rigor Morris, if you ask me. <laughs> it was rigor Morris. <laughs> So, um, so of course, so Rue comes to visit and announces a real mini challenge fixture, oh, the great. puppets. Yes, yeah, yes, the, the puppets. puppets. The puppets. Uh, yeah, so I we... did love one line I loved from this was, uh, "I hope the hole's big enough." It was oh, kind yeah, of a, yeah. a dig at Darian's size, uh, yeah. which you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, it's funny. We, I think we've talked about this in the past that like Courtney, her kind of like dry Australian humor gets edited to be shady, but I felt like in this right. edi- episode, it. 
it read more is the way that it's supposed to sound. Okay. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Like, I thought that was, like, I knew... Like, she also didn't do well in the mini challenge, which helped, you know, a little bit of that, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it did cut her down to size a little bit, yeah. I thought the rest of them, you know, did pretty well. I mean, Adore as Dela, I thought was a it was a good impression. Like, it was... I was like, oh, yeah, that is what Dela sounds like. It was... Oh, it was a great impression. Yeah. I really loved it. I thought... You know, I, there was one point when I, I was making dinner when I was re-watching this, and... Uh... Yeah, I thought that it was Ben talking. Like it was, it was really eerie. I was like, "Oh, oh, that's good." Yeah, like <laughs> dare I say, and everybody get your drinks ready. There was some nuance there. <laughs> oh God, oh, my eyes are rolling in the back of my head. Uh, one line that I loved when they were putting uh, the costumes together was when Bianca asked, "Do you have Courtney's costume together?" Yep. And Darren was like, "Oh, I was hoping I could get somebody else to make it for me." Yeah, uh, I love that. Was that. Great shade. Oh yeah. God, it was great shade. Darian really is great. At, she is, oh my God, she's so good at like those shady comments. And I like, they're so funny that like I would never be offended just because they're so good. You're like, you just, have oh, to it was so them. quick and yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so Bianca gets the adore puppet. And I felt like, I, okay, so if Courtney did the poorest, I, I honestly didn't think Bianca's was terribly good either. It was just oh, like hers a lot was of a second. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of like a door catchphrases. I was like, "Girl, really? You don't got anything else? Like, you just have to read this puppet. This is like what you do every night, Mary. You know." <laughs> so I was surprised that that wasn't better than it was. Um, Darian's uh, as Courtney was really funny. I, I love the little. Oh. Uh, I love the little Australian accent. Uh, it was a little self. She, you know, the, the the yeah, the dry humor that she made the puppet do was like right on. It was like mm -hmm. I don't think you're actually bad looking. I just think you're misshapen. Right. It was right, right, right. perfect. Like backhanded <laughs> compliments. It was like true shade. Oh, so well done. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. And and it makes sense. I guess she said. Uh, she referred to Courtney calling her like uh, Daza or something like that, which is like a typical like Australian abbreviation. Like oh. they, they, I can't think of another example, but like um, it, it, that's like yeah, that's like a, a way to like shorten somebody's name or like do uh, you know just kind of like an abbreviation is like Darian call her like Daza, like it. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. like okay. in Australia okay. they call McDonald's Maccas. You know, like it. Like in in America we might say like your name is Colin, so I'd call you like. Uh... Like uh, like Seabop or like you know or like uh, Seaman or you yeah know, like, yeah it's something like that it's, and it's it's more just like Sea Money just, you know yeah 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 and like just a little less you know a little less douchey you know because Sea Money sounds like I sound like a DJ at somebody's bar mitzvah you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> Have a <Nikila>, bitches <laughs> uh, I'm your DJ Sea Money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So, um, <laughs> Colin's uh, half Jewish, so just so I, we're oh, yeah. Here. So it's just totally, yeah. So I'm allowed, guys. I'm allowed. Uh, though I never had a bar mitzvah. I went to Catholic school, so I'm really only. So you're not Jewish. Uh, I mean, you know, only in a few obvious ways. Um, but okay. uh okay well all right mary so i thought that the um i thought the strongest the obvious best one was dela's uh bianca puppet i i i thought that was brilliant 
where like it was like Adore's oh, an asshole. Yeah. Ben has a yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. voice. I work in New York. I live in New York. York. I, I live in New York. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any problems. <laughs> Everyone's Allow an me. asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was so funny. And the puppet was brilliant. The puppet was yeah. The so... puppet with the teeth was was and really the funny. Big eyes and the Very teeth. Well, it was so yeah, good. Well yeah. Uh, and of course, we talked about uh, Courtney as doing Darian. It was, you know, it was a little weak. And she even, you know, she saved herself just barely by saying, I'm having a really hard time making you funny. And I thought, oh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, it was funny. Yeah. Good save. Just, like just like in real life. Just yeah. like real life. Uh, ben deservedly and obviously wins the mini challenge. Um, so then the main challenge is announced. And it is, of course, this, you know, another fixture of a drag race season the ball. And this is, I mean, it's a, in past seasons, I mean, pretty much every season, it's a stressful challenge. They have to turn out a lot of shit in one challenge. And uh, yeah. in yeah, this, they, do. they have to do, there's, I mean, they only are really making one look because they're already told to bring the Banshee Girl look. They're told to bring an executive realness look. So, like, uh -huh. they say, oh, you know, we have to do all these looks. It's like, well, you just have to kind of pull out, you know, the looks that you brought that you were told to bring and then you have to make this other look right but still uh so they have three there's there's three runways uh and well and i just want to i just want to uh point out that this pays homage to mm -hmm. the the traditional ball culture uh that rupaul and michelle visage are you know clearly came up in um in the 80s uh, if you've ever seen that documentary paris is burning it talks a lot about the ball culture um anyway so this Yes, it, there, there's different looks. There's different categories that people compete in in balls. Uh, one of them, obviously, is voguing, but these don't incorporate any voguing, obviously. Mm. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so uh, I just wanted to point that out, that this is, again, another another thing that RuPaul is doing, just, you know, very slightly um, keeping traditions alive uh, mm -hmm. for, the gay, for the gay community. And even using, the, like, the terminology, I mean, like, for example, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Banji was a term. I, I don't know. I just don't know if it was how long that term's no. been around. But um, the you know executive realness, like that's right. like a there's and there's so much about you know when they talk about executive realness, like and and you see this in Paris is Burning. It's this idea of like you you may come from no money whatsoever, but like this is your opportunity to like you know to put that on to look like that to to play that what you think you know, executive looks like, you know, this concept of mm -hmm. realness. I, I love that, that, you know, and I love sort of that term realness, like, you know, my favorite being when I, the first time I ever saw Drag Race, you know, when I saw season three and Delta work was, was uh, just giving Kwanzaa realness, you know, <laughs> I, and that's what won me over to Drag Race. It's like, right, what is right. Kwanzaa realness? I love this. But, <laughs> I but that concept of realness, I think is so, uh, there, there's a lot in that, you know, there's a lot inside that term. It gets thrown around very casually, but like, there is a real meaning to like what realness is because it's not yeah. real, you know? And, right. It's not real. Right. Yeah. yeah and but it, you have to, you have to exude the realness, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a, a big part of being drag and just kind of owning whatever it is that you're dragging and what you're putting on. Right. Um, if, if we're going to talk about favorite terms, there's, there's one term that obviously wouldn't be used in RuPaul's Drag Race, but, uh, it's soft and cunt. That would be a category in a mm -hmm. bomb, being yeah. soft and cunt. Right. Uh, you know, and obviously that word is problematic, but, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, part I of mean, the culture. It's, so, it's, oh, it's soft sort of buried cunt. in the show, is charisma, you yes, servant talent. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
and then of course uh, the the more construction part of the challenge is the dripping in jewels eleganza in which they're all mm. assigned. Uh, or actually Ben, because ben, he won the challenge, yeah. gets to assign the jewels. Um, and I, I loved, <laughs> it's one of my favorite, like, RuPaul jokes when he's talking about each of the jewels. And he says, and Rose Quartz, Rose Quartz, I think I went to Hebrew school with her. Like, I just, <laughs> I love that. I, <laughs> I just, I, I just, that was such like a, it's such a, you know, to me, that that's like a, like, when you think of like RuPaul's, like, his references or or like where he kind of pulls influence from like there's there's almost that like borscht belt quality to some of what rupaul's oh fair is, yeah, you know? yeah yeah no for sure he's there he pulls out the jewish mother a lot doesn't he yeah and i love it i love when he does that because it's like good go for it like <laughs> that's i i it's just very funny and he clearly really enjoys that type of humor and i do too and i like i like when he pays homage to that as well so um <laughs> So the queens get to work and, uh, you know, again, kind of harkening back to what Ben was saying earlier in the episode, you know, Bianca, because of because she can do this shit in her sleep, because she's so talented, he's, you know, Bianca's the marker. Like, we're all here working and like Bianca's already got this, you know, yeah. got, you know, she's parts of it constructed. Done. Yeah, it's like Roxy Andrews. Like, she can turn something out in no time. So Right, right. And I mean, with that said... And I think Bob Mackie kind of calls her on this uh, later on the runway. But, like, I don't know. She doesn't really take a risk here. She doesn't yeah. really go for it. Like, considering that you have so much talent, it's like – especially sewing talent. It's like, well, well, then make it, girl. Like, make the right? fucking dress. Like, you yeah. know, say yes to the dress. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say maybe to the – to the frock to the frock yeah uh yeah i mean i agree i think that you know and we'll talk about this when we get to the runway but like i think this may have been bianca's weakest challenge you know i think that this is the most critiques i think that she got the whole season most negative critiques she got all season sure sure and it it really wasn't that negative right it was negative from one of the judges uh and her other two looks were you know were pretty great so. Oh, they were great. But I think, like, if we talk about, you know, as Ben says, sailing through the competition, this is really – these were the rockiest waters Bianca had hit. So, sure. uh, so of course, then, you know, Darian was asking – or I guess, I guess Bianca kind of – they clearly prompted Bianca to start the conversation of, well, why did you give me Sapphire? And, right. Uh, and then Ben mentions that, he, you know, he gave Diamond to Adore because it was the easiest one to do. And, you know, of course, Darian's like, well, why wouldn't you just, you know – give her something harder and you know put yeah, some yeah. shoes on her feet throw and her I, under the damn ocean yeah yeah, yeah right i was like all right it was very candy ho you know it's like that's not how that that's not what that that's not how you say that because miss candy ho is in the motherfucking house and if you get too close and if you touch it you might get burned so i don't know when, when it's too hot stay in the kitchen for a little while longer <laughs> yeah. and then leave and then leave and you might have heat on your tongue yeah <laughs> just it's like candy what do you want us to know <laughs> about you so <laughs> um so then, of course, so Rue visits, and this, uh, when Rue comes in and says, how are things, I love, I love when Rue does this, when she says, how are things in the jewelries district, instead of jewelry <laughs> district? <laughs> what it reminds me of is that when RuPaul says military, Jew instead oh, of military. Sure. <laughs> I love the military, yeah, the jewelries <laughs> district. 
and uh, and Darian once again thinks of something nobody else did. She says stoned, and RuPaul was like, oh, "Fuck!" Uh, yes, <laughs> like slams the door. Yes. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh God! So uh, so Ru meet the. <laughs> I just love like a super kind of Darian just like <laughs> coming up. One up big RuPaul. One up big RuPaul, yeah. So Ru meets with Adore first, and understandably, Adore is starting to crack. Ugh, she's so tired. She's so tired. This is that part in Project Runway when they're just so tired. Yeah, he's gonna cry and so cry and cut. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna cry, cry, but cry. Well, and you know, cut. and I yeah. think one of the reasons why she's so dejected is because, I mean, it's another sewing challenge, and she's yeah. like, "God damn it!" Yeah. And I'm kind of like, "Girl, you brought this on yourself," you know. And she rests on Bianca in this challenge. I oh. forgot about that. I didn't. I totally forgot. She wins this challenge because of Bianca. Right. Yeah, That's well, like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, I'll definitely give it to Adore, you know, and, and we'll get into it the runway. But I mean, Adore sells the shit out of what she's wearing. Oh. And they say oh. that on the judges panel that like these. And she designed been... it, you know. OK. you know. Mm-hmm. But no, like she like Adore had the Banshee Girl realness like in the bag because she just knew it and she sold it. But this look, this, you know, this was the this was the big moment she would have been fucked without Bianca. She totally would have been fucked. And, you know, what's interesting is when Rue's talking to her, you know, and they're, and they're, they're going through this same chat thing about, like, uh, applying the, what, you know, what, she's, what she was telling Trinity, like, apply what you do on stage, lip syncing or performing, like, apply it to this challenge, like, take that energy. You know, and RuPaul even says, and I, I had missed this, previous times I'd watched this episode, but she's put RuPaul out and it says, put it in this fucking dress. Like that's right. what like she says, put it in the fucking dress. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, like I think that Rue, you could tell Rue really believed in her. And you know, it it reminds me of Kim Chi when Kim Chi was kind of because Rue was very gentle with Kim Chi. She was very uh Oh yeah, you could she tell. Was, yeah, and like that one episode when she was crying on stage as the crying clown, and RuPaul it gives her like the sweet. She's like, "Hey, listen, you know, like we have to, we gotta judge you guys. You're all doing great, but like, like she's just, she's so, you know, RuPaul is so aware as she says the sweet sensitive souls. She talks about all the time on on what's the oh, tea, yeah. and and that really like I think that she could see that in Adore as well. Obviously, Adore and Kimchi are very different people, very different queens. But I think Ru, RuPaul can identify that, that the sensitive soul, and she knows what they need to hear, you know? It reminds me of the All-Stars when Adore was going to quit, mm-hmm. and she says, tell me what you need me to say, and I'll say it. Yeah. Like, what, can I, what can I say to you to make you stay? And I will say it. Yeah, and yeah. she's literally like, "I believe in you." That's what she's. That's 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 the between the lines. She's saying, "I believe in you. You mm-hmm. need to stay. This is your inner saboteur. I'm worried that you are going to regret this decision." Yeah. And she, she she's not seeing exactly why Adora needs to leave, but that's besides the point. She she is she believes the hell out of Adora. She's like, "You're here. Mm-hmm. Stay. Yeah. Why are you leaving?" Um. Yeah. So, yeah. This is kind of one of those moments with Adora, uh, to kind of prequel. Yeah, the All Stars uh, uh, conversation. 
Yeah, it, and it's it's just it's nice to see that that you know because there's certain queens that RuPaul like knows she has to get tough with, and you see this a lot in season seven, like where she's just like like with Pearl, it's like wake up Pearl, like she doesn't there's no there's no tiptoeing around Pearl because Pearl won't hear it because she's asleep, but you know with with a queen like Adore with a queen like Kim Chi, you know. And it's different than the way she would talk to Trinity because I feel like Trinity needed a little bit of tough love, you know, because she was resisting and she was pushing back right. and Rue needed to push a little bit harder because she knew it, like she knew that fire was there. But I think with Adore, it's different. It's like she can see that that child in there, you know, she can see that scared kid in there who just like wants to shine and just can't connect those dots. And, um, you know, knowing all that is as frustrated as I was kind of getting with adore this season knowing that she she does turn it out despite having some help i I really sympathized you know with what she was going through in this episode Mm. yeah yeah no i i i don't know if i sympathized i was just kind of like all right all right the the little boy's crying he's you know the weakest one and he knows yeah well and as and as rue says because adore is like oh i'm sorry i keep crying and, and rue says emotions don't scare me which is one of my don't scare me yeah it's one of my favorite <laughs> rue quotes yeah i say that to my students or my former students all the mm-hmm. time I used to say you know you could cry totally fine to cry nothing wrong yeah. with crying <laughs> yeah yeah uh rue moves on to darian uh where she asks the very oh i love it question. she asked it twice yes oh i love it why haven't you won more challenges and she's like I... ah, blah, 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 blah. why haven't you won more challenges yeah that's a queen that she had to change approaches with it's like oh i need to push you i need like yeah what's up yeah. with you like yeah. you know you're you're also you're older you're more experienced like what's going on here you're not some like young queen who's just like still congealing a little bit and and Darian says, you know, and she's very right. She's you know very onto herself when she says, "There's always something a little bit off with me," which I think is very true, and it's something that we see often in this season. That there's always something a little bit like, like even even that elephant dress that I mean that that elephant look, which I loved, but I there was something just slightly off about the dress, you know, just mm. slightly mm. sacky about the dress, but otherwise right. it was great, you know. Yeah, and, every challenge there was something wrong, right? Something went wrong, or uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't quite there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So then uh, she quickly talks with Ben, and and by all, you know, by everything that we see, it seems like a very confident conversation. Ben knows what he's going to do. RuPaul gets the reference. It all seems like okay, great, you've got this. You're going to do great. And uh, and and I will say, her look was great. On the runway. Right. I mean, sure, it was another showgirl look, but... That's her thing. That yeah. is her look. Just like Bianca has yep. the one-shoulder mother of the bride look. Yeah. I don't know why... She, I don't know why they, they they picked on it. This was a gorgeous look that she made. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Darian, Darian looked like hell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, Darian, it was just like, what? Oh, yeah. God. They had Ben's number. It was, it yeah. was, oh man, it's such a shame. I know. Darian's, Darian's up there looking like a hummus platter, but they're going after Ben, who's, <laughs> who's got like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Mary. All right, Mary. But you know, even in the untucked, you know, actually Courtney says like, Ben, I think you, you are, you have the best look. 
Like I would say. This oh is right, 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 right. Yes, yeah. that's right. And the untucked Courtney even calls it out. She's like, "You did great." And then when they were all like lukewarm on you, I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, that's that was my that was my reaction as well because mm-hmm. she, her look was great. I yeah. I don't know why they don't like that showgirl look. Uh, Michelle, her reasoning was was like, you know, we've seen this. What else are you gonna do? It's like this was like a very polished version right? of who she is. She was a fucking bug. Like, she was a yeah. fly. Yeah. Like, what the hell? She was, like, and, and Bianca wore another fucking dress. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think you nailed it. You know, they had her number. They had Ben's number. She, that was not a queen. They For whatever reason, they just were not having it with her. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. of course, before, you know, to jump back to the to the workroom, right before Rue leaves, uh, there's always there's that just one more thing that always oh, happens with, and right. and these queens have got to know. And it's one like more thing. they that know this thing. is coming. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Colin and I say that a lot about just things in life. Uh, we 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 quote RuPaul. Yeah. Um, when something when something you know we don't like happens, we say, well, well that's showbiz. That's showbiz. Uh, <laughs> or or we quote Game Change and say, you know, reporters. <laughs> reporters. Oh, that's yeah. such a deep cut. We don't such expect anybody cut. to get that one. How, but no, that's but, fine. But, well, that showbiz uh, yeah. is very RuPaul. Uh, I think from season two. Well, yeah, she made them switch scripts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Season yeah. two, Tyra Sanchez. Right. Yes. They they had to switch scripts for the family with the chicken. Yeah, the, uh, the the commercial, the grease, yeah, uh, yeah, country fried, whatever, the 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 country fried the realness, grease. yeah, the country fried realness, <laughs> cock-a-doo-doo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she, yeah, after she's like, oh, by the way, you're gonna switch. We need you to switch scripts. Yeah, that's showbiz. That's showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, yes. So yeah, they have to. Uh, they, you know, this was odd to me, Colin, that they because oh sorry so so yes RuPaul says that Ben because he won the challenge has to choreograph a song before right. the glitter ball and it's like okay but then they spent so much time uh with footage of of when they were rehearsing for it which right. to me I was kind of like oh why is that? this is so this so doesn't mean anything to the challenge right that's what I wrote down I was like this doesn't mean anything like the only time it means anything is when they need to pull out another reason to send a girl home which is exactly what they did because then yes. Michelle was like well I didn't even notice Ben in the in the you know in the opening number and it's like all right well I think Michelle just had it out for Ben I don't know there's yeah, I don't get maybe. it but uh, I always find this kind of stressful this part of the ball challenge because i always just feel like oh you guys have so much to do like you don't have time for this like this is so yeah but when they're sewing they're listening to the song on repeat you know i yeah, feel like yeah, yeah i feel like i've heard this before that it may seem like there's not a lot of time but they actually have a lot of time sure sure it's all you know the magic of editing it's similar to like when you're watching like uh you know uh, chopped or whatever and they're and they're counting down like the 10 seconds that people have remaining to finish their right. plates it's like right. they're the not... editing's faster but they're mm-hmm. actually not rushing yeah right right most of them are like okay i'm done yeah so uh so of course so adore as they're in this rehearsal period adore basically says let's just get the shit over with which i was like yes exactly like you like everybody should just agree you know, if Courtney's going to take over, like, let her take over. Let's just do this. Let's make it simple so we can get back to working in the workroom. Uh, we don't need everybody's ideas. Which, by the way, when we got to the Glitter Ball, I thought the performance was one of the weakest Glitter Ball uh, numbers of the series. 
Yeah, the song certainly didn't help. I mean, it was very campy, burlesque-ish, but yeah, it wasn't, oh man, it wasn't one of the, it reminded me of the Jerry Blank thing that I thought was funny, but also mm-hmm. kind of fell short. Yep. In yeah, season yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. It was, it was just like, oh, that was, that was weird. All right. Or, oh, there's that, Um, it's not the ball, but there was that, uh, um, that Wizard of Oz challenge when they were like they did the interpretive dance with oh, their little women. Right. I don't think they knew. I don't. I don't think the drag queens knew, and I don't think the producers knew what they were asking for when they put that challenge on. That yeah. was. That was weird. That was odd. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I look forward to talking about that when we recap season eight after season nine, starting in June. Are you yeah. watching season? Are you watching season eight? I don't know. I I thought maybe we could just stop for a second. I could let people know in case you didn't know. I did rewatch season eight recently, oh and God. Uh, add Shut this up. to the add this to the drinking game of times. Colin <laughs> talks about season eight. Yeah, um, and rewatching it. So uh, so we go back to the workroom. Darian's got to start over from that like saggy mess that she was doing that you know that that somebody's aunt in the 80s wore uh to a wedding uh-huh. for a marriage that didn't last you know oh, and oh. <laughs> and then this is of course where we see bianca helping a door and it is very sweet you know bianca's being very sweet and very patient with her uh but the more like re-watching that clip i was like oh god like a door like you are like this is all Bianca at this point. Like you had the idea, but you never would have been able to like, how much should we not see of Bianca helping you make this, you know? So we get to the runway looks, 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 and Mm -hmm. it is obviously RuPaul's show. And we introduce uh, two very special guests. And I have to say, these were very strong special guests. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that the, that the critiques that they gave were really fabulous. So there was a, Bob Mackie, obviously, uh, who's, you know, of his own brand. And then uh, Khloe Kardashian, uh, who is also of her own brand. And, you know, she looked cute. She yeah. was wearing the little sailor hat. And uh, and, and again, I, I didn't mind her her critiques. I thought that she was spot on and yeah. thought Bob Mackie was great. I, you know, they weren't like, uh, you know, Pam Tillis, who's like, well, you are great. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 They can't all be Pam Tillis. Yeah. Well, I think Bob Mackie was the very first guest judge they had on the very first episode of season one. And, uh, and he's probably been on other episodes as well. I think he has. And Chloe Kardashian was on the first episode of season six. So she's ba- She's two times in one season. She's on, and she, mm-hmm. I'm surprised she gives really good feedback and is not obnoxious and does not showboat and does not, she's not pulling a Raven Simone. Uh, I think that right, she's, right. I think she's a good judge. I, and of the Kardashians, she's probably the only one that I, I'm kind of like not bothered by. Like, I think that she's, Oh, uh, you know, I don't really know too much about Courtney. Um, so yeah, she's not, um, I like, I've, I've watched, like I've I've seen a number of episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and there's something about Chloe that is uh, a little bit a little bit more switched on, a little bit more aware, a little bit more like like not so like it's not Kim at all, you know. Like uh-huh. I think that right, I think that right. she keeps it real a little bit more. So so uh, yeah, I was happy to see uh, Chloe back again. I think yeah. I think that she's a good guest. So yeah. So the the Drag Race look. Uh, come out they do each category one by one and the first one is banshee girl bling uh which yes. i thought was fabulous uh i didn't mind really any of them except for ben's i thought ben's was a little 
kind of was probably for me the weakest. Wait, wait, um, wait. And, Court- and Courtney's was very kind of grunge rock. So did those you, were my two weakest. Did you go to the bathroom during Darian's runway? Because that thing was awful. <laughs> I Aw- guess I did. I did. What was Darian? Oh, it was that like rainbow <laughs> bodysuit with those shoes. <laughs> with those I shoes. Oh, oh my god. god. Those oh, shoes just, were I'm un- just remembering that I saw this. Those oh. kitten heels on the runway. <laughs> Torture. <laughs> Torture. Uh, yes. I think I think Courtney and Michelle call them like Michelin Man shoes. <laughs> um Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. I blocked that out of my mind. Yeah. I completely you know, and again, it's another reason why Darian I thought was just so weak. But um, yeah, no, Courtney was very um, Nirvana. Uh, I thought they were the, the the judges were spot on with her kind of critique. Yeah, um, and obviously, Adores with those boots oh. was just I was wagging my finger for that. It was. Uh, I mean, I felt like Adore sold that look. So I mean, it was perfect. I think it was just perfect. she got it. Yeah, she I mean, she it. also probably knows those girls from high school. You know, right, right. You know, and I have to say, I appreciated Bianca's interpretation. I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. Uptown Banshee. All yeah, right. Uptown Banshee. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. mommy. Yeah, I was okay. I was very impressed. She's Tyler Moore. She's Mary. <laughs> yes, okay. right. She was very Tyler Moore, Mary. Yeah. She, um, and it was just nice to see Bianca in something other than a dress. You know, it was, uh, oh, yeah. A different look. Oh, no. It was and, great. I thought that was great for her that she yeah. pulled that out. She yeah. brought that. Yeah. Totally sold it. Yeah. Uh, so the next category, unless you have other thoughts? No, I mean, Ben's, I didn't really know what to say. I was just like, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I, I just didn't get it. I was yeah. like, okay, she's got the short shorts and then this stripper boa. What did they yeah. call it? I oh, forgot what they called it. I don't it. even, I don't even, a shrug. Was... Chloe called it something fancy, some fancy name. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the next category is Platinum Card Executive Realness, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I was living for most of these looks. Yeah. Uh, the one I. One. <laughs> so which one did you hate? Well, I just, you know, the, I mean, Darian, like <laughs> I, I, Michelle, maybe the funniest line of the episode was when Michelle was like, executive realness. Really? Where do you work? Jiffy lube. I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, you know, and Ben got read for his too, uh, which she's like, I would not work for you. Like, you are, an, I don't believe you. That is not uh, an executive. No, she's, th- th- she would never wear that. And I'm kind of like, girl, in her world, yeah, that's, that's the executive realness. Like, in, in this Ben's aesthetic, mm-hmm. that's why I just, I, 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 his number was up because there was so much wrong that was right mm-hmm. uh, well, to me. I- I felt like RuPaul got it like right away. It was like big business, like the with the movie with Bette Midler from the eighties. Have you ever seen Bette uh-huh. Midler? Yes, big business is great when they're yeah. in front of the elevator. And yeah, you know, yeah, she was very Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin. Absolutely. Yeah. I always <laughs> confuse big business with I think it's Outrageous Fortune. Oh, uh, I don't think I saw that one. And it's and they they're I always think that big Bette Midler's in book. Yeah, there it's oh it's about two women, you know. But big business is the one with the twins. Uh, the two twins right. separated at birth, yeah. And so I felt like Ben was doing a concept and a character, and Michelle was just, like, being very literal. Yeah. Uh, uh, which Adores was. Adores, for example, the, like, sexy lesbian, you know. Exactly yes, realist. yes. Adores. And Bianca clearly, like, she's going to nail Devil Wears Prada realness. Yeah, yeah she I, said yeah. she said real estate agent realness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's the sense that 
about Bianca that I feel like would totally get Platinum Card Executive. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and Courtney's I felt was fine. I thought it was standard <laughs> Courtney. Yep. I think Expected. I think she, yeah, exactly. I think she was wearing her hair, her wig from the Rusical over again. So I was like, okay, nice. Like, and and if she wasn't, that just speaks to how repetitive some of Courtney's drag mm-hmm. is. You know, right? Sure, blonde. Yeah. So the next category is Dripping in Jewels Eleganza. Yeah. Uh, and this is when we get to see what they made. Um, and for me, uh, the, the best one was Adores. Uh, yeah. It stood out to me completely. I also really loved Courtney's. Really? I so adore, I mean, I agree with Adore. I think to me, that was a risk. She put something on her face. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that. You know, like with Courtney, I was happy to see her with a different – type of wig i love that she puts something on her face you know santino was saying that he he loved it he thought it was just this effortless thing and i i mean i think michelle was like uh no it was like you know you had a bra on you had this like you know drapey schmada on and i kind of went back and forth between the two of them i was like yeah i kind of see both your points yeah i see see their points i thought she looked good and also i thought dayla looked great i was like this is mommy you know and and then she got red for filth it was very surprising to see her get red like that on the runway because when when the runway was happening i was like oh dayla's going home yeah yeah well not dayla sorry sorry darian's going home yeah i mean it was obvious i mean as soon as darian came out as that like that acid trip you know thanksgiving day parade balloon float you know of banshee girl realness i was like okay well that can't win that's a mess and (laughs) you know like that was that was and then the executive realness which was indeed like you know employee of the month at jiffy lube yeah it was just but yeah the 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 elegant the dripping of jewels eleganza it was yeah it was droopy drawers it just didn't it didn't happen so oh god but yeah, I, droopy, droopy drawers. Droopy that's a, drawers. It's a great drag name. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the stage, droopy drawers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm... Uh, there was, you know, I wanted to, uh, to to mention as well that Courtney gets red for not padding enough um, mm. for her butt, uh, yeah. which you know, it's like, oh, okay, um, all right, yeah. Michelle. Michelle is Michelle is the. Self-proclaimed expert on Banji Girl, apparently. Right. Um, <laughs> so. right. You grew up in South Plainfield, New Jersey. All of a sudden, you're, you know, Miss Miss Banji Realness. But yeah, she was a she was a white girl rapper. It's like, okay, yeah. I get it. You know, yeah. she wants to she wants to have her thing. So right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, looking at the at the five of them, you know, Adore was the clear winner. The way that she sold the looks, uh-huh. the looks themselves were good. You know, obviously Darian was in the bottom. And I was just trying to think, like, if they were being fair, you know, and by being fair, I mean that Ben wouldn't be in the bottom. I mean, that that, that comes down to, to Courtney or Bianca, you know? Right. And, right. I mean, it's – I so if, if we were to – because I think that, like, I think Ben's looks were a lot more successful. Like, so, okay, so maybe the Banshee Girl was a little bit weird, but Courtney's was not – accurate either no it wasn't accurate you know and i would i would venture to say that like i kind of i don't know i it would have been interesting to see courtney i would have put courtney in the bottom i would have put courtney in the bottom and the reality is it was darian's third time lip syncing i mean like it's time to go it's time to go but but before we well and we'll get into that lip sync Mm -hmm. but um 
yeah, we should talk about Untucked. Uh, and the the one last thing I want to say um, is that they ask them on the runway who they think sh- they should go home. Yeah. Which, you know, is – oh, God, what a brutal question. And they all pick Darian. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, I'm just like, yep. Yep. Okay, Darian. Yep. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, Courtney says Adora and Darian, but uh, right, yeah. right. But even Darian <laughs> but, says Darian. You know, she's like, yeah, I get it. I and Dela obviously calls out Bianca on the runway, which was kind of weird that she's like, oh, it's just easy for she's sailing through. It's like, okay, girl. Like, but I <laughs> that moment, I feel like I understood what Ben was trying to say. Like, maybe it didn't come out right, but it was like, you know. It, like it was almost like guys we've we've all been in this together for a number of weeks now you know that bianca's just killing it you judges yeah. know that bianca's just yeah. killing it i'm not telling you anything you don't know right 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 and i think right. that's and, very and, true that's very you know, true bianca was being very sensitive she was I mean, and that's what like in alaska right alaska being very sensitive when she was on the cusp of winning yeah right right and i feel like you know, as I was saying earlier, I think that these were some of the the harsher critiques that Bianca was getting, and they were critiques on design, which she uh-huh. it's you know that's really her wheelhouse. From Bob Mackie, from yeah. Bob Mackie, so she clearly was like not feeling good at that moment, and that's what it read yeah. to me as yeah. that Bianca was she was getting a little, tired. She's getting tired. She's an old yeah. bitch. She was getting tired, and she was just she was. Thank you for that. She. <laughs> <laughs> We keep it real here on All Right, Mary. If you got to blow your nose, blow Gabriel, blow. <laughs> oh, man, don't talk about blowing, Colin. It'll make me thirsty. <laughs> oh, please. You are you are parched, Mary. Uh, <laughs> parched. Parched. Again, you know, give Thor G. Thor a call. <laughs> oh, no, she's like my mom. <laughs> yeah. She is. She's like everybody's mom. Yeah. That's why I like Thorgy so much is because it's just like somebody's mom doing drag race, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I did the one, the one note I did take that was when Bianca kind of overreacts to Ben and Ben's like, I'm sorry, is that is that a bad thing? And then like that face that she makes where she's like, oh, all right. Like I was totally on Ben's side. And, you know, it's funny when Bianca was on What's the Tea, they brought that up. And and I think it was you know Michelle was like I really think like I think you were misinterpreting that like you really <laughs> like girl like she was not saying that you were they just coasting out, yeah. they did <laughs> and Bianca was like well I don't know it's like no Bianca come on like it was it was um you know Bianca Bianca really has kind of kept her composure and her cool this entire competition and I think it's really from what I can see the first time that she really was she kind of lost herself a little bit you know. Yeah, but I mean, but she makes a good point. She did say, she's like, you know, if I had it all together, I wouldn't be here, right? She's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I'm not perfect. Clearly, right. I'm not. So it's, it's this isn't, I'm still working. This is still hard for me. And I think that by by Ben kind of throwing out there, like, oh, she's just sailing through, it's kind of undermining how hard Bianca was actually working. Mm-hmm. And that while it looks effortless, it, it wasn't. You know, yeah. and I, so I'm I'm kind of like I kind of see Bianca's side too. It's like, well, don't just discount all of the hard work that I've been doing. It's right. not like I haven't been trying. Come on, right, right. This, yeah, like, this hasn't been easy being with all you fucking queens. You know, right, right. It's not like oh, I could have done more. It's like I I think it's very clear that Bianca, you know, totally applies herself at each challenge. Yeah, yeah. She but, takes it very seriously. I think. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's. You know, the end result is, and I think this is what it really speaks to, is the end result of what she does is so 
is so much more put together and and much like Alaska comes out on the first take far more than we see it with these other queens. Sure. So, sure. Um, so it's a difficult She's compliment. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. She's very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in Untucked, uh, they go into what the the the, the gold room. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a sneeze, Mary? No, that was a um, cough. That was a, I, had oh. a, I had a tickle in my throat. Uh, just oh, a, a tickle? tickle. Oh. Just a tickle, tickle in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so, yeah. So then we get to see pictures of them as little boys and little teens. Oh, and yeah. I got to say, I got to tell you, they shit all over Magnolia Crawford. I know. <laughs> I, you know, I... I, and, you know, I was Mag- like, girl, she went home the first episode. Give right, her a break. Right? And Magnolia, you know, what kills me is that I just feel like nobody got it. You know? no, Like, yeah. sh- nobody, like, the nose was deliberate. Like, Magnolia is not a drag race queen. She, She's a, it's a, I mean, it, she's also a retired character. Like, he's moved on. There's no more Magnolia Crawford. Um, also, it, for fans out there, I if you if you I don't know I don't remember his name. He has a very uh, it's a very unique name. But if you look him up on like Instagram, uh, he's very good looking. Like he's really really good looking. The, the his the, boy name? Yeah, I don't remember the yeah. It's like Jefferson or something like that. But yeah, Magnolia is trade underneath that like Blanche Devereaux realness. Oh, Reynolds Engelhart. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I just felt like Magnolia on the show was totally misinterpreted, and she didn't come off well because she was like whatever. Well, like, I, she is very attractive, right? She's got this uh, this this Bushwick uh, mustache. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oof. Oh my. Yeah. What? Move over, Thorgy Thor. You've got some competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so he's so soy butch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. me on. Date Reynolds Engelhart. <laughs> right. But what I love is we know from like talking heads that like, you know, he sounds like me when he opens his mouth. So and I love honestly, some Colin, people hate that. you don't sound as queeny as I do, so oh, I don't know, Mary. <laughs> I I beg to differ. I think uh I, I mean I, I also think... I also get much queenier when I'm talking about drag race, so mm. I you know, I have always got a crown on, you know, I've I'm always wearing a tiara, but uh, uh, I'm, always, I'm always trying to push my purse back in my mouth, but you know, you know, I'm just reason... trying to keep the sperm in there, you know, right, right. I'm just trying to keep it all in because I don't like to miss a drop. Um, ooh, I hope my mom's not listening. Oh. She's not. <laughs> no, she's not. I haven't told her the name of this podcast. Um, I've got a reputation to uphold, you know. So, uh, so anyway. Yeah, so we do get to see all of the we do get to see all of them in as little boys, and they do shit all over Magnolia, who I just think is is not is misunderstood. It's it's more of this whole performance art idea than just this like straightforward drag queen. And so mm. I think out of context of the type of stuff that he would do as Magnolia, like these videos on YouTube, I think it just maybe wasn't translating. Sure. Um, but uh, and otherwise, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, they, we do see in Untucked, we do see there's the letter that that Bianca gets from the little girl Lola. Yeah. Oh right, she became like she became part of the Drag Race kind of universe. I think mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah. Like this story. Yeah, yeah, Roy Lady and all that, and mm-hmm. they talk about you know like I think Courtney talks about it's just so cool that like 
you know, we we grew up in this certain time where there's a certain level of acceptance, and now like there's these kids who are growing up around drag queens, and yeah. it's totally fine. And she's like, it's just yeah. mind blowing. And I was like, yeah, it's yeah. so cool because what that's proving is that it's no big deal. It's just right. not a big deal. Yeah, and that you know, kids. You know, obviously you don't you don't come in with some prejudice of of what a man should be or or what it means to dress up as a woman. Like you're taught that, and so if you're shown mm-hmm. this you is are totally fine. That. Yeah, Yeah. then it's not a problem and somebody's development isn't fucked up. Like there's nothing, you know, someone isn't confused about their gender because they're seeing somebody else play with gender. Like it's not, you know, it's just, it was really nice to see. And I'm glad that they got to give airtime to that story. And we got to see that side of Bianca, which was nice, you know, Roy lady. Oh, so So anyway, so this lip sync, um, you know, was definitely rooting for Dela. And Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, I mean, Darian sold the hell out of the song. I yeah. I loved watching her. I I believed it. And whereas Ben, I think, was kind of putting on this show. I I had the exact same notes that I felt like you know, numbers wise, it was time for Darian to go, and it it just it was time for her to go. But it was this lip sync that saved it because the difference was that Ben was doing this kind of character. He was doing this kind of prancy thing. And Uh Darian was just, she was channeling this like, you know, she was this chubby queen, this chubby queen. She was just like being this woman and it worked, you know? And I really, I got to give it to, I mean, Darian is a great lip synker. We've gotten to see her do it three times and she's a fabulous lip synker. Yeah. Yeah. So she won fair and square. And you know what I love is that when when RuPaul says, you know, Darian, Shantae, you stay, there is a palpable look of shock on her face. Like, she really expected to go home, you know? Right. And I, be- I would, too. Like, I'm in, the bo- I, I'm, I'm in the bottom. I'm lip-syncing for the third time. Everybody says I should go home. I objectively look the worst on stage right now. You know, I, it, Ben, you know, it has been doing better this whole competition. At this point, it is somewhat merit-based. So... I was a little happy for her. Like, there's that moment of like, it, it reminds me of All Stars too when, uh, when Tatiana won the Shut Up and Drive lip sync, and then of course uh. Alyssa. But it was like, what? Right. Like, it's right, just that right, really right. like wonderful moment. Yeah. Uh, and so oh, that lip sync. That oh. lip sync. Oh, that lip sync. I'm just I'm I'm oh, thinking of Carson that. Kresley bobbing. <laughs> That's the part I don't like to think about. My, I think what I always like to think about with that lip sync is there's that part towards the end where like a, uh, Alyssa's on the floor and like Tatiana's like pointing at her and like backing up. <laughs> it's just oh, it's just fabulous because they're both. Alyssa's just, on the floor. Alyssa's <laughs> on the floor. What else is new? Yeah, writhing. Yeah, writhing. Yeah, just yeah, just in in ecstasy, just shutting up and driving. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I. I, I, we've talked about it at some point in the past that you know I'm I like I, I'm very I would pay attention to the way that RuPaul says goodbye to the queens. Oh you know? right, you love this, yeah, and I things. I love this one because she says, "Dela, girl, I love you," and that mm-hmm. she said it to Ivy Winter, she said it to Delta Work, and mm-hmm. I just think that means something when RuPaul says when she she doesn't no puns. I mean, she has right. the pun about the cream rising the top, but she just like let me just put it out here and be right, clear and upfront with you, I love you, and I just think that is the best send off you can get from RuPaul, mm. you know? Well, and she, I, you know, I think she recognizes that, that the reason Ben does drag or has this character on so much is because it's protecting so much that's soft underneath. Yeah. 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 It, and RuPaul, I think, yes, yeah, I think she can, 
she's aware of that. Again, there's that sensitivity. And it was just, it was a very, you know, I was, I, I was surprised Ben didn't have any, you know, goodbye parting words or anything, but yeah, you know, she just maybe was like, yeah, I mean, well she did because she left a massive mirror message, which is oh, just, right. it's right. right. Somewhere, it's an essay. It's an essay, and and I think on the subreddit someone you know paused it and wrote out a transcript of what it was. I'd have to. Oh, next week we have to read it. Yeah, it's very clever. It's very very funny. Um, but it's all this intentional thing of her like writing a really long message right, that's going right. to take Gary and forever <laughs> right. to clean up. Yeah, they have to because they have to clean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very very clever, um, and it's a great way to go. And uh, and with that, we say goodbye to Ben de la Creme. Oh, and... the cream. Now we're going to just drink our coffee black, you know? Right, right. Yeah, even though we don't have any black queens, but uh, well, yeah. Well, RuPaul. So. Well, I mean, in the top four, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. So we um, we are now down to the top four, which means one more challenge before uh, the top three. Of course, we all know what's going to happen, but we're just, you know, building up a you little. You know, I, it's here. funny. I always feel like the glitter ball is the last challenge. It feels like it should be. And, and then the, the video, shooting for the video is actually the really, like, and, you know, there, nobody's eliminated next week. But, you know, you forget, right. like, oh, somebody does, somebody's in the video and then they get eliminated. Like, it, right. eh, it's crazy to me. Well, season three, I think, the money ball, it's a top four, you know, and then and then it gets the top three right, and it's the final right, episode. So right. I think that's why. When was think... it, when did, they st- when did they start doing the live reunion? Because before they used to announce the winner... On they the start, show. Yeah, they started in season four. Um, and I think part of it is because season three, the results got leaked, I think, by Perez Hilton, like before the season even started. Oh, so, love him, right? Oh, God. Yeah, with those. I think we have a, we have a Big Brother fan listening. Um, and so it's yes. funny. I, I wonder if that Big Brother fan watched Celebrity Big Brother UK version and saw Perez and Michelle Visage on that. So if you're listening, Big Brother, uh, I think it's like Big Brother 18 or something. I don't know. I forgot what oh, it's, handle um, was. Yeah, I think her, her name's Amber because I she's – Oh, I, yeah, Amber, right, right. I know because she's uh, she's been listening to us through SoundCloud, which is where we post these and then they get pushed to iTunes. And she'll – and it was like she would like the episode each time we posted it. I was like, oh, there's somebody out there listening because we couldn't oh, really – Yeah. Oh, oh, Amber. Oh, Amber. Yeah, Amber. So she, yeah. Oh, so she's so, – so Colin, she's – a big brother fan um yeah so mm-hmm. so i wonder if she knows about perez hilton on that show because if you are not familiar with the way perez hilton behaved oh. with michelle visage because they went at it yeah uh, you you should familiarize yourself it's a it's an interesting season with katie hopkins yeah. yeah i mean that would be like in terms of like recapping a show that's a fabulous season to recap like yeah yeah uh, sure so much i mean you know i i don't think it's gonna there's so many episodes we'd never be able to do it but i i'm oh, actually the only yeah. season i yeah <laughs> right it's the only season i've seen of big brother and it was oh yeah it was just amazing katie hopkins katie price uh michelle passage uh, mm. Hilton. like it was a it was a solid there was a lot going on that season um oh, i love when rupaul had so many questions <laughs> about oh, the big brother house for michelle yeah, yeah so yeah. he was like how did you do that how, what happened when you were sleeping and right. how did you go to the bathroom how did right. people poop you know right. like, like really like the biggest question is like okay so what is the bathroom situation in this house <laughs> i appreciate that rupaul was like let's just go to the most important question here <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, I think that's it, Colin. Um, I think so. If yeah. uh, if you're listening and you have some thoughts 
on uh, some drag queens that you're into or uh, if you – what was it they were supposed to tweet at us, Colin? Oh, um, I think it was who they thought that RuPaul would play. Oh, yes. Game. Who's your who's RuPaul's Snatch Game character? Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to us via Twitter or via email at allrightmary on Twitter or allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And then, you know, this is the part you fast forward through or when you stop listening is when I do my spiel about iTunes, which is, of course, <laughs> to head over to iTunes if you're still listening and give us a rating, hopefully a good one. Leave a comment. Let us know you're out there. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, preferably what you do like. Um, and, of course, it's to let more people know that this is a podcast that they should be adding to their canon of podcasts um because we'd love to reach more people and uh you know again a special thank you to uh squirrel friends cocktail hour they have been you know some again some really great shout outs i think you know a lot of the twitter followers we've gotten recently i know are fans of theirs as well so we're really happy to have the crossover and if you're listening to us and are not listening to squirrel friends cocktail hour that's crazy but like you need to do the same like go find them as well uh it's uh it's a good listen they're a lot of fun yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, so and yeah. They drink, other... And they drink when they're podcasting. So it's oh. like, it's got to be better than ours. So. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to have this iced tea over here. But, uh... Yeah, I have my bottle of water in a glass jar. You know what I'm saying, right. Mary? Yeah, right. Yeah, the fun never stops. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're lucky, my cat will dig in a box in the background. So... <laughs> But anyway, uh, I think that's all we've got, and uh, we will be back next week for uh, covering the final challenge of season six before we see that know. Lock. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we will talk to you then. And until then, all that's left to say is bye. Bye.